One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com/people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too. Like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp. H-E-L-P. In business, you rarely hear the expression for life. You make a purchase for a product, for a service, and, and there's, a, there's a time frame there. Well, that's not the case with Awaken 180 weight loss. Allow me to explain. You know, a year ago, I started with Awaken 180 weight loss and had incredible success losing weight. But you can lose all the weight in the world and not keep it off. And what good is it? That's why I have support for life from Awaken 180. Yeah. I mean, I go back for check-ins and make sure everything's going smoothly. But if I ever had a problem, the counselors are there to get me back on track. Why don't you do what I did and call for a consultation? 844-346-1800. 844-346-1800. Or go to awaken180weightloss.com. Becoming a magician takes thousands of hours, right, Ashley? Oh, I'm not a magician. I'm a design specialist at the Container Store. But you transform closets and pantries. Well, I turn your most frustrating spaces into ones you love. With a magic wand? Uh, with Alpha, our customizable, adjustable, and affordable shelving and drawer system. The amazing Ashley, making daily frustration disappear. <laughs> Just doing my job. Transform your space with Alpha and save 20% on purchases over $500. Get started with your free design at the Container Store today. Come in. Welcome. I'm E.G. Marshall, principal of this little dread schoolhouse, where our curriculum consists of lessons in mystery, suspense, and the macabre. We say they were giants, those founding fathers of ours, and indeed they were. Giants of intellect, morality, and ability. But they were also human giants, bedeviled by human problems, tormented by heedless children, persecuted by jealous enemies, embarrassed by foolish friends, and even haunted by ghosts. It's a ghost, John. It must be a ghost. There is no such thing as a ghost. I heard him. You're talking like a woman, Abigail. And what does that mean? Well, it it shows that no matter how intelligent a woman may be, and in the end she has certain weaknesses that, that well, there is no such thing as a ghost. 
of that. Oh, tell me there's no such thing as a ghost. Well, uh... uh, Well, what, John? Are you about to start talking like a woman, too? drama, Ghost Powder, was written especially for the Mystery Theater by Sam Dan, and stars Marion Seldes and Michael Wager. If you were to say to John Adams, you can't tell the players without a scorecard, naturally, this great American wouldn't know what you mean. But... If somehow you could explain it, he would fix you with that level, steadfast look of his and say that you couldn't tell the players even with a scorecard. Here was John Adams in 1784, getting more flack from our recent French ally than from our former English enemy. Here he was, ambassador to Paris from the United States, and nobody really quite knew just what the United States was or were. His colleagues, Franklin and Jefferson, were great men, as we all know, but very difficult to live with. His wife, Abigail, insisted that she couldn't run the embassy properly on his meager salary, and when he asked the Congress for more money, their answer was to cut his wages. In addition, their rented chateau, a place called Auteuil, was haunted by a ghost. But, oh, he swears he heard him. Which one is Henri, Abigail? Henri is the one who cleans the floors. When did anyone ever clean the floors in this place? Well, Henri does the best he can. This isn't good enough. Now, dear, about the ghost. There is no such thing as a ghost. Let us discuss this rationally. How can you possibly discuss a thing like a ghost? Rationally, it's a contradiction in terms. John, you simply cannot close your mind. Are you telling me you actually believe that... I am telling you what Henri said. I see. An illiterate French peasant has suddenly become a respected authority on the supernatural. Why don't you talk to him? How can I speak to him? I don't speak his language. Ah, but he speaks yours. I noticed that. You noticed what? Aha, he speaks yours. The ah of reproach. See how this humble, uneducated man takes the trouble to learn your language while you will not bother to learn his. That isn't what I meant to say. But now that I hear it stated, I must say I agree with it. I am far too busy to study this, this exercise in nasality. But darling, you are the ambassador. Not exactly. I am the minister plenipotentiary. And Mr. Benjamin Franklin is the ambassador. Well, actually, Mr. Franklin is the ambassador emeritus. I wish Mr. Franklin would go home to Philadelphia, where I understand he is worshipped. Mr. Franklin is coming to dinner. Oh, no. Why are you so stuffy this afternoon, John? It's so unlike you. I've been away from Boston too long. Now, about Henri and his ghost. I don't wish to talk about Henri and his ghost. What is there that I can say to this superstitious servant who... Why don't you listen to him first? Oui, Monsieur Adams, I have heard him. How do you know it's him? He's a voice of him. And what does he say? He says nothing. Well, well, this is a fuss over nothing. John. Well, 
How can he hear them if he says nothing? He says something, but I do not understand him. Uh, does he speak French? Francais, no. Does he speak English? Anglais, no. Then what does he speak? He speaks... He speaks ghost. Ghost? Yes, ghost language. Oh, that's a ghost language. Oh, yes, Monsieur Adams. But what is this ghost language? And where do you hear this alleged language? Oh, I hear him all over. But where? Particularly in, in the library, in the bedrooms, and all over. How can I get rid of a ghost? You must call in a witch. A witch? Yes. The witch comes in and says a charm, and the, and the ghost runs away. Why? Because the ghost is frightened. Oh, now look, my good man. There is no such thing as a ghost, and I think you had better get back to work. My uncle, he says the same thing. And one morning he is found fraud. If you spent more time getting the place clean as you are paid to do, instead of weaving these impossible fables about ghosts... Harry, I... the master will give this matter his full consideration... And we shall rid the house of the ghost. Uh, thank you, madam. And you may finish cleaning the floor. Uh, I, I go, madam. Now, happy tale. I do not relish being called the master as if I were some feudal aristocrat. Ah, but your dear friend Tom Jefferson is a feudal aristocrat back home. And he is called master by hundreds of slaves. We are not discussing Tom Jefferson. We are discussing a matter of gross superstition. Why must I indulge him in this superstitious nonsense? To make my life easier. What does this have to do with you? One day, my dear, there will be another revolution. A revolution of the women. Oh, what on earth do women have to revolt about? It will come in a faraway future. I shall not live to see it. My dear, I do wish you would stay to the subject. Although you change it so many times, I confess I... I am at a loss to know where exactly we are. Call in a witch and have this demon, this ghost, this figment of Ari's imagination. Well, whatever it is, properly exercised from the premises. My dear, it does the lower elements no good to reinforce their superstition. Perhaps not, but it will do me good. Ari's story has infected the entire staff. I want you to go along with this mumbo-jumbo before they all run away. Oh, let them. We can hire others. No one will want to work here. Oh, please, John. Hire a witch. Do, do you realize what would happen if, if a word of this reached home? I'd be, I'd be the laughing stock of the country. The thing could be done for a single silver franc. Jefferson. What will Jefferson say? I will tell Ari to find a witch and have her here tomorrow. I forbid it. John, I cannot maintain this house without servants. I can't entertain at official dinners, and I insist... I will not reinforce the dark ignorance of the human race. John, please. I have nothing more to say. This is a matter of housekeeping. It doesn't concern you. Whatever lessens the dignity and the sanity of the human race concerns me. You're not making a speech before the Congress. I'm, I'm sorry, John. I, I just realized how I sound. And, well, I realize how I must have sounded. Good. Let's compromise. And call in a witch. No, I cannot permit it. Do you understand? 
understand? I can no longer be mistress of this embassy. Yes, I realize that, and therefore I shall resign the post. John, this is... This is an ambassador, my dear. Each of us is standing on a principle. But you can choose to resign. But I cannot choose to be party to the dark barbarism of the Middle Ages. I cannot sanction witchcraft. Well, the truth of the matter is the French do not wish for us to sign a treaty with England. John, come to bed. And neither Franklin nor Jefferson can see it. Had enough politics for one night. But have Franklin to bed. Don't they... we talk about it in the oh, morning? Jefferson is so grateful to France. John, I'm Why? very hardly understand that we did more for France than France did for us. One day, everyone will understand it. But tonight, France my... and England are mortal enemies. Our independence is a body blow to England. Why do you and Franklin and Jefferson argue so ceaselessly? Each of you has already stated his position. I intend to go back to Boston. Yes, dear. Retire from political life. Of course. Enter the farm. That would be nice. Practice a little law. Certainly. You don't believe what I'm saying. <laughs> Not a word of it. Yes? Uh, Madame? What is it, Pauline? Uh, Madame, I... I am frightened. Of what? The ghost. Which ghost? Oh, I would assume it's the same one. Oh, now somebody has to put his foot down. John. Young woman. Monsieur. There is no such thing as a ghost. Oh, monsieur. One does not make the joke about... about the ghost. It is silly, nonsensical, superstition, and I have had quite enough. Now, as master of this house... I order you to get to your bed and have yourself a full night's sleep in order that you may be fit for your duties in the morning. Is that understood? But, monsieur... That will be all. Good night. Not another word. You may leave. You have just transformed a problem into a disaster. You told me these people were peasants. And so I thought I would speak like a master. They can't accept you as a master. They can't? Why not? Well, it, it, it has to do with the customs of the country. I am becoming rather satiated with the customs of this country. You do not behave like the master of a chateau. Well, how do the master... Well, a true gentleman of the blood would have, in addition to his wife, a mistress. I'm not old enough. Perhaps when I reach Mr. Franklin's age. Oh, John. Tomorrow morning, please, hire a witch. Imagination, too. Oh. What? What is it? It's a... It's a... That's a, a ghost. No, Abigail. I know there's no such thing as a ghost, but what do you call that? Well, I... John, I remember my grandfather and my aunt. They tell us children's stories about... Oh, dear Abigail, it's it, 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 impossible. Very gloomy. 
Nothing else. Who knows what crimes may have been committed here? Abigail, there. No, no. Ghost. Then why is your hand shaking?
that is hardly a fortunate figure of speech. Gianna, this is Madame Pinapesta. Monsieur. How do you do? And, uh, you are purported to be a witch? Purported? What does monsieur mean, purported? I am a witch. Well, I, I, I mean... Monsieur is a politician. I am a witch. Whose profession is older and more honorable. Well, what can you do for us, madame? Pinipes. The noise you hear is the Duke Dormant. How do you know? He was strangled in the chateau. Why? It was 200 years ago. He was the queen's lover. She came to visit him here. They were betrayed. These things happen. But if he's dead... What uh... can I say, monsieur? We are told that those who are killed for love never really die. Ah, so he wanders about the chateau, does he? Yes, monsieur. Wandering and wailing for his lost love. And how do you propose to dispose of him? That, monsieur, is my own secret. There are tricks to every trade. I do not ask how you employ yours. Accord me this similar courtesy. Ah, Count of Madame said to wait for you here, Monsieur Adams. Welcome, Your Excellency, to what? To I owe the honor of this visit. Monsieur, I think we might discuss your rental of several French frigates of war. Your Excellency, we have no need Ah, but you have no navy to speak of at present. And the Algerine pirates? Oh, yes, we... We do have trouble with the pirates on the Barbary coast. And uh, since the building of a battle fleet is, of course, prohibitively expensive... We are aware of the problems involved. It will be difficult to raise funds through taxation. Your countrymen uh, cannot seem to agree on the necessity to tax Virginia planters and Pennsylvania farmers in order to protect the interests of New England merchants. Sir, this is our internal affair. Naturally. Besides, we have other sources of revenue. Have you? I am... I am given to understand that the Prussian loan is encountering difficulties. Do you, sir? It is common knowledge. Well, I must be going. Good day, monsieur. Such lovely weather. Yes. Thank you. John... Tom Jefferson is in the library. Good, we have business. But you and I and Nabby and Colonel Smith were to go riding this afternoon. And John, he wants to marry her. Hi, Mr. Tom Jefferson, and I reached a meeting of the minds. John, I said Colonel Smith wants to marry your daughter. Later. No, they don't want to wait. Do you know what Tom Jefferson is doing? He is selling us out to France. John, it's impossible. Defending. Defending I Tom disagree Jefferson. completely with his manners, his morals, his philosophy. But I like and I believe he's sincere. Abigail, he has become a creature of the French and I can prove it. Uh, 
Well, John, why did you want to see me? Tom, we must have this out. Hmm? What? Well, George Washington won't live forever. Hamilton, too unpopular, personally. Hancock, they... Thinking nobody really thinks they have enough. Enough of what? Birth, birth was slippery. What is all this, John? This is the talk that's going on at home. This is how people are thinking and speculating. It's going to come down to a fight between you and me. What kind of a fight? Power. Who is going finally to rule our country? I never thought much about it one way or the other. You want the truth, John. I think you're more qualified. You do a better job of it. Maybe you think that, but your friends, your federalist friends, won't let you think that way forever. They'll let you on for their own purposes. Don't you have the same kind of friends that I do, John? Yes, and all with access to grind. And I shall be the victim of my friends, too. And it has to be this way, Tom. Why? You and I. We are on opposite sides of every question. One of us has to prevail. Maybe not. Maybe the people will split the differences between us. Uh, Maybe they will. But still, we have to fight it out. We can fight as friends, John. No. You have already betrayed me and the country. Uh, Be careful what you're saying, John. Oh, stop talking like a southern aristocrat. What do you propose to do? Challenge me? How dare you accuse me of betrayal? You and I were sitting in this room night before last. We spoke to the progress of the Prussian negotiations. Yes. I had confidential information that things were going badly. You and I were the only ones in the city of Paris who knew it all. So I thought. This morning, the Count de Verden tried to use that fact to strengthen France's bargaining position. Well, what does that have to do with me? Well, if you didn't tell him, who did? Ben Franklin was also in the room. When I read the dispatches from Prussia, Ben Franklin had fallen asleep. Oh, what makes you think I told Verzen? Your friendship for France is notorious. I am grateful to France by helping us overthrow the British yoke. Would you have us exchange the British yoke for one made in Paris? I am here to represent the interests of my country. You were the only one who could have told Verzen. But I didn't do it. On my word of honor. What am I saying? Why am I trying to insist on something that should be beyond question? My integrity. How dare Tom, we worked on the Declaration of Independence together. How could you even accuse me? Tom, I'm sorry. I... I don't know what to think. Some... Someone is betraying our secrets. Does anyone else know? No one. Are you sure? Can you swear that not one other single solitary soul? Yes, I can swear. Well. Well, what? Abigail, Mouse. Abigail? Well, I have no secrets from Abigail. But these are matters of government secrets. I know, but Abby is my counselor. Abby is only a woman. Only a woman. Yes, but I share everything with her. Is it possible? No, I, I can't say it. Abby could never. Can you forgive me, Tom? Well, I'll have to. I'm sure I'll be forced to think, to say certain things in the future for which you'll have to forgive me. But how could Vergen have found out? I don't know. Unless the walls have ears. Now, 
That's impossible, John. Who can say, Tom? After all, these are French walls. John. Oh, did, did I wake you, my dear? Oh, you know I always wait up for you. How was your day? Well, Tom Jefferson and I will somehow manage to live as friendly rivals. The British are impossible. French are unreasonable. They are unmovable. The Prussians are inscrutable. How was your day? Well, we got through it somehow. Has our sorceress managed to exercise the ghost? So far, the staff seems quiet. And could have told her then. Perhaps the courier. No, no. I would stake my life on his loyalty. Well, it's a problem we should sleep on. After all, sufficient unto the day is the evil thereof. I agree. I thought our witch took care of all that. Suck her down. Have the servants fetch water and bandages. You won't get any servants to come into this room. I'll go myself. Help me. Help me. No, no. Now, just try to be quiet, madam. It's true. It's true. What? What? What is true? There is. I never believed. But. But there is. Such a thing. Because. I saw him. You, you saw whom? The, the ghost. The ghost. Madam. Ah. Madam Finipas, speak to me. Speak. Say something. Ma- That's what she said. 
you see. She never really believed in it herself. To her, it was just a way of making money. But then at the very end, she saw a ghost and it killed her. She... Oh. Well, she may have died of fright. Look, look at the absolutely terrified expression on her face. Have you ever seen such horror on a human countenance? I see it. But I don't believe it killed her. Why not? Because she didn't really believe in ghosts. She wasn't an ignorant, superstitious person. Neither are you, neither am I, but we've been having our doubts lately. What is this? Clutched in her hand. Piece of cloth. It must be a ghostly vestment, part of the shroud worn by the unfortunate late Duke de Ormond. No, 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 not this. Look, it, it, it's muslin cloth. Well, ghosts do wear shrouds of muslin, don't they? John, this cloth is fresh. New. That proves that she was attacked, and she tried to fight. We had better call the authorities. <laughs> And uh, for what purpose had you employed this woman? We, uh, well, uh, we were having trouble with a ghost, Monsieur Commissioner. Ah, so, uh, make a note of that, Sergeant. The house is haunted, then? It would appear to be. If the ghost killed her... <laughs> if the ghost killed her... Oh, surely, Monsieur, you cannot believe in ghosts. Adams, I have an open mind on the subject. But such a thing, it's, it's not. It's not what? Possible? Yes. You and Madame say you heard the thing yourself. Well, we may have heard the wind whistling through the chimney. Surely, Monsieur Commissioner, you are uh, a man like yourself. You cannot believe in ghosts. Monsieur, as a police officer, I must adhere to the facts. And these are the only facts we have. Well, then, at the present... What do you propose to do? Nothing. A, a woman has been murdered. Well, the physician who examined her could find no mark or sign of violence. But something must be done. I ask you, monsieur, what? If the deed was committed by a ghost, how do we proceed against him? But, monsieur, there is a more convenient explanation. Convenient? Well, perhaps... Uh, satisfactory. The woman was over 80. It is entirely possible she died of old age. Yes, that would satisfy everyone. Uh, Sergeant, write that she died of old age. The most respectable killer of all. My dear, we must have a talk. A confidential talk. There is a ghost. Oh, no, 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 Abigail, not you. And I can prove it. Oh, oh please explain it before we catch our death. John, I want you to make up the most far-fetched story you can think of. Why? About politics. And tell it to me in the library. I don't understand. The more impossible, the better. But why? John, I'm afraid if I tell you, you won't do it. You'll have to tell me eventually. I won't have to tell you. Then how will I ever know? Oh, you'll find out. Now, please, 
Let's go back to the library. And you must tell me the story with a straight face in the utmost confidence. It must be a very serious matter. You must play your part to perfection. My dear, I'm, I, I'm not... I'm acting. No, but you're something even better. You are a lawyer. Abigail, uh, this is incredible. Really? Yes, this message I have just received from St. Petersburg. Really, my dear? Yes, from Count Ramunsev, a confidential minister to the court. But what have we to do with the Russians? Well, the Count believes our two countries have a great deal in common. I can't imagine what. Well, no, the Russians are established on the western end of our continent. We may one day become very close neighbors. We share a, a common border. I hadn't thought of that. France, as you know, holds extensive territories to the south, and they fear she will try to expand. Oh? Yes, and, 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 and the Russians would rather have us for a neighbor than the French. Well, that makes considerable common sense. And so they are willing to lend us money to aid in our expansion, provided... Provided? Uh, 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 provided we break off all relations with the French. Oh, I see. A Russian alliance. What an interesting possibility. Ah, oh, you, your early dinner isn't for an hour yet. You needn't expect me to dine in this house. Tom, now, now what is it? You accused me of selling out to the France. And all the time you were scheming to betray us to Russia. Me? You needn't look so innocent. I've been told that you're in correspondence with the court at St. Petersburg. For what purpose? How can you ally us to the most, the most tyrannical ruler in Europe? Who, who told you I was in correspondence with the Russians? With a, a confidential source, the Count of Elzen. How did you know? I shall explain it at dinner. And you say this ghost? or whatever overhears our conversation and reports it to Diverger. That is our ghost. That sound? Where is it coming from? The library. And, well, there he goes now. Where? Obviously, he's leaving the house. Well, let us settle this thing, John. No, let me go first. Oh, no. Oh, no danger. I shall have two stout gentlemen to protect me. Now, let me open the door. Hand me the candelabra. Now, look. Where? Just to the right of the fireplace, you see? On the floor. Foot footprints? Yes. Those are footprints. Outlined in white powder. Yes. A lady's face powder. Cornstarch <laughs> powder. I sprinkled some on the floor. Someone seems to have walked out of the wall. That wall, it must have a false entrance, a, a hidden panel. We should be in no trouble finding it. Now, now that we know what to look for, uh, there must be a hidden release. Here, tap against every part of the wall. That's it. Keep tapping all over. Her panel was opening. Listen, the ghost noise. 
be a ghost inside? Or can there? It's a long, long passageway. Feel the breeze. That's what it is, John. The breeze. The breeze whistling through the passageway when the panel is open. That's what makes the noise. Are you sure, Tom? The Polish panel's closed. The air is no longer rushing along in the passage. Then the noise is created when when the ghost or whoever enters and leaves. And that's why Madame Pinipesa was frightened to death. She encountered him. It is the Duke d'Ormar wandering about his ancestral home. Or is it a spy who reports all our conversations to the Duke de Gapsen? Tom, shall you help me find out? Gladly. But how? The ghost is on his way, obviously, to report to the Count that you and I have had a serious difference of opinion. Let us retire to the dining room and finish our dinner. Give him an opportunity to return tomorrow for his regular evening spy work. It is no secret. What is no secret, Count Verzen? That your country's existence is threatened by factional strife. Factional strife may be a sign of vigorous national health. Oh, my dear Adams. Now, suppose France supports your side. My side. Suppose we give you money, even troops, in the event of civil war. Assuming all you say is true, why support me? We would support a solid, uh, conservative person such as yourself. Do I make myself clear? I must say, sir, you seem to have a most incisive grasp of the situation. We have excellent sources of information. So I see. A word to the wise. Consider it. Indeed, sir. I shall. I fear, Mr. Jefferson, that further discussion between us is pointless. I shall write to the Congress. They must choose between you and me. I shall write in the same manner. I have no intention of listening to further lies and slander on your part. And I have no intention of remaining a moment longer under this roof. Allow me to show you the door, sir. Well, if our ghost was there, we gave him an earful. If he was there. If you gentlemen stage your call. Abigail, you shouldn't be here. Why not? Please, it might be dangerous. But it was all my idea. You know, Abigail, sometimes it's difficult for me to believe you're a woman. <laughs> I accept that as the sincerest compliment you're capable of, Tom. <laughs> it was so intended. <laughs> Listen, yes. I'm a ghost bestirs himself. Pamela right. just opened. That the wind. I hope. And now the panel has closed. He must be headed for the doorway to the library. But if he is, I'm ready for him. Now. Ah. Hold him. Hold him. I've got him. Abigail, get a light. A light for July. Yes, yes, yes. No. What? I, well. It's the police commissioner. Madame, you, your service. What? What? What am I doing here? Yes, you, uh, you well may ask. And we are asking. You see, I am conducting a, an official investigation. Indeed, sir. Yes. Uh, there have been allegations of uh, a ghostly presence on these premises. 
And so, since ghosts are... Uh, yes? Are, uh, ghosts are what? Ghosts are illegal. You could have told us you were on the premises. No, sir, but it was a confidential investigation. I understand. Have you found the ghost? No, Abigail, nor uh, do I think the commissioner ever will. Will you agree with me, commissioner, that the ghost would seem to have left these premises for good? Uh, yes, monsieur. It, uh, it would seem that way. And, and we'll mention it to no one. Not even to Monsieur Le Comte de Vergennes. Oh, that would be appreciated, madame. Uh, besides, the library appears to be too drafty a place in which to discuss various matters in the future. I understand, monsieur. So I don't think that the ghost will be entertained by the conversation of Mr. Adams and his friends anymore. I uh, understand. Monsieur, madame, good night. Good night. Well, that's the end of our ghost. I think. That noise. It's the wind roaring through the passageway. John, look. The panel. It's closed. It's not the wind. It's... it's... Now, now, Abigail, I am sure there must be a reasonable explanation. I'm sure there was. But John and Abigail Adams never found it. Within a few months, they received orders from the Congress, which transferred them to England, where John Adams became the first American ambassador to the court of St. James. And if you think he had problems in Paris, when he arrived in London, he really... Ra oh, but uh, that's another story. I'll be back with a sidelight on this one in just a moment. There's something almost... Well, uh, I can't say supernatural about Adams and Jefferson. Natural enemies. They were warm friends. They outlived all the other heroes of the Revolution. They became the grand old men of the new country of the United States of America. And America became a fusion of their opposing ideas. And if you really want something to think about, they both died on the exact same day the 4th of July of 1826, on the 50th anniversary of the Republic. Our cast included Michael Wager, Marion Seldes, Court Benson. In business, you rarely hear the expression, for life. You make a purchase for a product, for a service, and, and there's, a, there's a time frame there. Well, that's not the case with Awaken 180 Weight Loss. Allow me to explain. You know, a year ago, I started with Awaken 180 weight loss and had incredible success losing weight. But you can lose all the weight in the world and not keep it off. And what good is it? That's why I have support for life from Awaken 180. Yeah. I mean, I go back for check-ins and make sure everything's going smoothly. But if I ever had a problem, the counselors are there to get me back on track. 
Why don't you do what I did and call for a consultation? 844-346-1800. 844-346-1800. Or go to awaken180weightloss.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.